welcome back. Hey, it's nice to be able to see your pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that smile. We couldn't even see it a while ago. <laughs> welcome back. All right. So, let's... Let's let's dig down into this, bro. I'm I'm ready to get started. Um, I'm I'm really excited about the potential of today's interview. You know, um, this is a subject that you don't normally discuss on podcasts and radio shows. They tell you don't talk about religion and politics because it can get personal. So let's make let's lay some ground rules, okay? Let's try to divert from butchering anyone's beliefs. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah, whenever All I right. discuss stuff, awesome. I don't try to get too intricate in, into the details. I just like to question certain things, like, you know, um, as far as what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, you know, things like that. Not so much facts and, you know, um, opinions. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That's what we want to do here today. So this is new. This is going to be new to me, uh, as well as all of our viewers. Um, so let's start off with a really uh, direct question. Do, do you believe uh, that there's any way to prove that God exists? I believe the only way you can prove that is after passing away. So it's so it is the the only way to to really know yay or nay is to make that transition. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, because it's no concrete. That makes sense. Yeah. So you know there is a no concrete proof that we could show. Okay, up. I, I feel that. I'm sorry. I I, I did. Yeah, I have a delay. By the way, there's a bit of a delay between whenever one. Yeah, so so I'm gonna wait three seconds after saying every anything before I, I start talking. Does that sound good? All right. So now let's. Have you ever heard of the double slit experiment? No. Okay, so those y'all, if y'all are watching right now and you've ever heard of the double slit experiment, drop down in the comments what your thoughts on it are. So, uh, so the double slit experiment is whenever you fire particles at a at a at a metal piece that has two slits in it. Now, originally it was tested with a light. It was just a light. Uh, they put a light in front of a, uh, a a a a a plate that had two slits cut in it. And they wanted to see if light was a wave or a particle, whether it, it ripples out or if it's a if it's direct as it as it looks like whenever it's coming in a beam. So if it was a if it was a wave, they they the light would travel through the two slits and it would put a ripple pattern across the sheet behind it. If it was a particle it would only have two lines lit up on the sheet behind it. Does this make sense so far? I believe so. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, don't worry. It'll begin to make sense. So so a wave pattern would, uh, would be lines all the way across it, okay? And, uh, and a singular uh, particle would only leave two lines, okay? So that's our basis for what we understand. Now... This is where it gets interesting. 
when when you take well, this was tested uh, over and over again, and you always get the same result, and that is that when you are there watching this happen, only two lines pop up. But as soon as you walk out of the room and you do it again and then come back in the room, the way the, the, the particles act as a wave pattern. All right. Now, they did this with a with a hydrogen laser. OK, a hydrogen laser fires a single particle at a time. Now, they fired it at the dead center of the of the uh, of the two slits. OK. And no matter how many they fired, what they found was it's completely random which slit the particle goes through. But 100% of the time, 50% of the particles go through one and 50% of the particles go through the other. Consci like, like they're aware of it. Now, here's where it gets interesting. And this is why I asked you if there's any proof of God. Uh, because a lot of people say the double slit experiment is, is a proof of some kind of divinity or consciousness in the universe. And that is that when you walk away and you leave the sheet back there to record and you fire and you, when you're not observing the laser and you're not there to consciously observe the experiment the particles completely defy all laws of physics and they don't leave two slits on the sheet behind it they leave slits all the way across which means that every particle fired took every possible route that it could take and every possible route that it couldn't take following our laws of physics. It means that when you're observing reality, the particles that make up the universe are conscious of your observation. When you're not observing it, they're also conscious and they defy all laws of physics. So how? Like, is that proof of God or is that proof of consciousness in the universe? It's, it's possibility that it can be proof of God, but the thing is, when you have skeptics, you they're always going to find another way of and try to explain it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say it's no like logical way, right, for the skeptics like to prove to them that there that there's uh, signs of God, um, unless you know what I'm saying. In passing, that's why I was, that's why I said only in passing could you have definitive proof because only then you'll, um, you know, physics. I don't believe work on the dead or whatever, you know, things like that. So once you pass, I feel is the only way. You know what I'm saying because there's always going to be some type of, oh, well, it could be because it is the the temperature, the end, or you know what I'm saying, things things of that nature. That makes sense. It does. So, so do you believe there's life after death? Uh, me personally, yeah. As far as yes. like and what, things like that. Uh, uh, so when I say life after death, um, I refer to a conscious experience after passing. Yeah. And what brings you to that? Like, what may what 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 maybe it was your aha moment in life that made you believe that there that this is a reality well me personally i like to 
believe in the possibility of things. So I grew up in a Christian household. And, you know, a lot of people say that we're spirits in a, you know, a meat pocket. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I personally believe that, you know, we we do live after um after death. So like whether you believe in reincarnation, things like that, I still believe, you know what I'm saying, there's life after death. So uh, now on that on that subject, um, do you believe that life there like there's a reason for living or uh, and and if so, what what is that reason? Well, my 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 belief in our reason of living is just to get a chance to experience life. You know what I'm saying? Because if we are spirits, you know what I'm saying. Not every spirit gets an opportunity to live. You know what I'm saying? For various reasons. So I just feel we're given the opportunity to, you know, experience what was created. I love that. So it's, so it, life is an, uh, life itself is, is basically a one big opportunity. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So now, assuming that there is a life after death, and God is the judge and jury. Uh, if uh, assume, like what if he if humans get to the point where we learn how to live forever, um, at what point? Well, what does? Let me re, let me ask this question in a better way. Assuming there's life after death, and God is a judge and jury, and humans learn how to live forever, at that point, what role does God play in the grand scheme of it all? Uh, like, what do you believe? Yeah. Well, if we had a chance to live long, um, a lot of us wouldn't be going to heaven because um, <laughs> we would be trying all type of random things. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, it's up to your morals. And I believe that's what the Bible was made for. You know what I'm saying? To make moral people. And um, mm -hmm. altruism is something that a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to religion at least not from what I've seen. And I feel like that's what the the end goal is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Looking out for your neighbor and things like that. And if everyone was to do that, you know, and pay it forward, as we say, you know what I'm saying? I feel more people would have access to go to heaven or to a, a better afterlife. I feel that, man. I feel that. So what, what, what can we do to be more altruistic in your opinion? Well, for one, not be so selfish, which is kind of hard for people because mm. everybody's, you know what I'm saying, main focus is themselves and rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? The word, the word self-preservation is, you know, is a term that's used. But, you know what I'm saying, you can also do for others as well as do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like doctors, for one, they, they're the, I would say, at the top of the list for doing for others and for themselves, you know what I'm saying? Mothers, another one, they do it for their kids, and they also have to preserve themselves, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's ways to go about it. It's just people choose not to because people are more selfish. Mm, I feel that, man. What is, like, you know, say, like, let's speak on that for just a second. You know, oh, we, we do talk about being less selfish, being more altruistic, uh, being kind to others and, and, you know, serving our way to success. 
but at, at what point does someone cross that line from 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 uh, self-preservation to selfishness? When they don't return favors, you know what I'm saying? You you help them out, right? A couple days or weeks go by. You ask them for a favor. They say they're tied up doing this. You're like, okay. And then you do something else for them, let's say, and then you try to reach out to them for their, for their help. They get nothing back in return. First time is okay. Second time is like, all right, third, fourth, you know what I'm saying? That's when it starts to, you know, you feel that. So mm. when they don't start returning favors, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's when you have to kind of, you know, either address them or, you know, depending on what kind of person you are, you either address them or you let them go. You know, we got somebody down in the comments, Phoenix. By the way, Phoenix, thank you for all the hearts and love. I appreciate you. Uh, our goal today is 10,000 likes, and we're at 1.5 thousand. So she said, Phoenix says that this this happens uh, a lot with them as well. So what's something, what's a, a, maybe a tidbit of advice you can give to all of our viewers here on how to more effectively put their foot down so that that line doesn't get crossed for them more so often. Well, the thing about that is when you put your foot down, you can't be afraid to step on something. Ooh! Say that again. <laughs> I said the thing with putting your foot down is not being afraid to step on something. That's the first thing. You gotta have that courage to actually put it down. That hit me at the heart. That hit me. That hit deep right there. If you, I might have to think about that for a second. Oh, oh. I heard a little bit. So when you, when you, the first step of putting your foot down is ha is not being afraid to step on something. Mmm, mmm, that tastes good. Ah, man. That, <laughs> Uh, hey, Phoenix said, Phoenix said, uh, I like it and I got big feet. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it, man. So I, I kind of want to, you know, uh, I really want to expand upon um, what, we, what I was asking a while ago, because as we got into it and it started to get good, but I kind of switched subjects on us. And that is that. Uh, you know, we are here discussing uh, God and divinity, so to speak. And I don't know specifically what your beliefs are, okay? And if you want to share them, you can. But what we in the in the Christian belief system, it's it's believed that God is the jury, the judge, the and and on Judgment Day, people will either go to heaven or hell. So my question to you is, is if people learn how to live forever, like say that, that we end up creating bio nanotechnology that repairs our cells as they destroy themselves and in turn uh, reach that the um, a point where people don't have to die. If people don't have to die and we don't transfer to the other side, at what point does... God become irrelevant. 
Like, what's his role at that point? Well, when does he become relevant? Well, I mean, even if we do live long, you still have, you know, priests and nuns and things like that. Just, he'll still be believed. He won't be irrelevant because God is the reason why some people, you know, live and do the things they do. Like, me personally, I can only speak on, on my experience right as of right now because I grew up in a church household. My mom is a pastor. You know what I'm saying? So I okay. grew up in a church household. Um, So I feel like had I not been under that influence, I feel possibly I could have been taken in by, you know, the street life. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I grew up in the hood. And, you know, influence is a, is a key factor of, on a young person's uh, life. That's uh, something Huge. I had spoken about before is um, influence. Hey, Tony. And um, his, God's role, honestly, would just be people's moral beacon. So life would still be the same way it is. Only thing is we'll just be able to live longer. At least that's how I feel. I mean, some people may stray okay. away and, like I said before, do try to experiment on certain things. Um, but... Yeah, so his role would still be the same, you know, being someone's moral, moral beacon and um, someone to look forward to in the afterlife. Mm, I feel that. So that leads me to my next question, and, and that was a great answer, by the way. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. If y'all are enjoying this, make sure you you follow my co-host and drop some hearts and uh, show some love here. Um, uh, but... So, it, so is God, is the concept of God a belief system that is, is let, me re, let me rephrase this, is the belief in a higher power and the act of being religious or, or, or believing in a God, is that something to make you feel better about life here or is it actually something that, is, that exists as a guide to the afterlife? Does that, is that question... Yeah, Align properly? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it is. Okay, so, cool. So what is that? So religion would be like, um, it is, wait, say the first half again, because I, I was focused on the second uh, Okay. Half. So, uh, so my question is, is uh, they say that God gives us guidance. Now, is that guidance, uh, is that guidance here to make our time here better, or is it all a prerequisite for the afterlife. All right. So as far as guidance, I would say it is guidance because a lot of people, including me, don't know what their purpose is in life. You know what I'm saying? So if you have religion, you, you have the option of becoming a priest, a pastor, a, a deacon. You know what I'm saying? You give someone purpose mm -hmm. with religion. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot Ooh. of people pull themselves out of the hole with religion. So religion has does have benefits. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people like to only speak on the negative things and you know, not so much the positive. Um, but yeah, and um, what was the second half of the question again? I'm sorry. The second, uh, the second half of it is, is, is basically like, is religion something just for what you're saying it, to give somebody hope in today's life or is it at its core a a guide to getting to one side or the other of the afterlife. All right. So yeah, as far as getting to the afterlife, it's all, like I said, it, it helps mold. Uh, well, parts of it help mold, you know, some, someone who can be altruistic 
because one of the Bible verses that I follow personally, excuse me, is do unto others as you want them to do unto you. You know what I'm saying? So that's if I don't do wrong to someone else, I'm expecting them not to do anything wrong to me. And if everybody does that, you know what I'm saying, we could all live happily. You know? So it, it as far as guidance, it gives people purpose. For those who don't know, like if they're not a, a musician or a painter or an architect, you know what I'm saying? It gives them purpose. It gives them something to do while here on earth. And as mm. far as um get into the afterlife there are steps in order to um follow like the like the 10 commandments is one of the things that you could follow in order to get into the afterlife mm. so it's a it's a guide is really what we're we're yeah. re referencing to is that man uh <laughs> hey andy thank you real quick i i want to say I want to say, man, first of all, thank you for being here because uh, you're, you're, you always drop so many wisdom bombs. I want to say thank you to everybody that's in the comments. Marshall Gillen, thank you so much for being here. Andy and Phoenix. Phoenix said, I've went to the other side twice in three months. It's full, and they kicked me back to my body. <laughs> you ever seen the movie? Wow. Soul? I might have. I might have. What, it, it, explain it a little bit. So it's basically like um we're all like spirit babies, right? In in mm -hmm. like space or in the, like the afterlife um area, and then um they when someone's given birth, they'll shoot a spirit down into that baby, and then they'll come and you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do remember that. That was a, that was a uh, that was a good that was a good movie. Um, that actually that actually kind of leads me to uh my next uh, big question have you ever played the game the sims no i, I really i, played, I probably did uh, once but i've never like got into it like on a <laughs> basis so this question comes in three parts uh <laughs> all right first of all if y'all have played the game sims drop sims down in the comments and hit me uh, and show me put 10 hearts on the screen if you've if you've if you've played that game because you're gonna love if you've played it what i'm fixing to say is gonna make a lot of sense to you so first i want to ask do you believe that god loves us yes uh I believe he loves us because you know he we gave him purpose as well. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, if you if you if you if you're a Christian, you believe that he created us, right? So he created us out of his image, and you know what I'm saying he was lonely. You know, in the Bible, you know he was you know in the sea of nothingness. So he created us as a form of entertainment, if if you will. Um. Yeah, so as well as he is uh, a beacon of uh, morality for us, you know what I'm saying, we're, we're his company, you know what I'm saying? We fill in the void that he had. So, do you, so I hope you see the connection there because in Sims, you create a world and you, 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 put, you create characters and you put them in the game and they believe they have free will. They don't know that you exist or that you have any power over the actions in their life. 
Okay, they exist in a dimension separate to our conscious, to 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 true conscious, um, in, in the, to this realm. And what I noticed is that when you start the game, you're really driven to make them win. You you want to see them grow. You want to see them adapt. But everybody that's ever played the game, uh, and it uh, has got has experienced this moment where you're watching your creation from above and you're watching them live their life and then all of a sudden you get this urge to destroy everything and and it always it's inevitable it's inevitable and, and you'll 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 burn the house down you'll destroy every like you'll wreck their car you'll do something to 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 cause chaos just so you can sit back and go huh look at that Ain't that something? So, so my so my question is: is if God created us for entertainment, and God loves us, uh, do you believe that every now and then God and we are made in His image, and we're a piece of Him? So that means He's similar to us. Uh, do you believe every now and then He go, He gets that little itch and He goes, "Let shit get real." <laughs> I mean, who's to say God doesn't have intrusive thoughts? You know what I'm saying? We have them, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. If we are if we are God, I mean, so to speak, you know, if God is made in our image, or we're made in God's image, and we are a piece of God, is that is that why that's instilled in our DNA? Is it inevitably part of him? It's possibly, and people label it as sin. So, I mean... That's the thing. You can't have a definitive answer on that while alive. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, you won't really, really know. That's why, like, it's it's all about, you know, speculation. That's what I like to, that's what, that's what I like about this topic is because you could have different perspectives on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even those who don't believe in God have a perspective on life. You know what I'm saying? So it's all a, it's all a game of what if, what if, what if. You know, Disney just biting off of, you know, what God started or higher power started. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I love it. So, are we in a simulation? Simulation? It's possible. I, I personally don't believe that, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that question because if you ask a physicist, are we in a simulation? They'll tell you there's like a 50-50 chance that we are. We can't prove that we're not. But then again, it it, it if uh, everything that makes up the universe on a molecular level is information, and information at its core is what are what is waves of energy in, that that literally decide structural integrity based on their frequency. So, like. It, it, and look at video games. Let's like let's use let's use Grand Theft Auto for example. Everybody, if you haven't if you've played Grand Theft Auto, give me a yes down in the comments. Uh, let me let me know because this will make a lot more sense to you. Grand Theft Auto, when it first came out, was one of the had some of the worst graphics of any game that had ever been created. Your fingers were squares for crying out loud, like. Like you, like when you punch somebody, like you don't even make contact and they fall down. All right. And now, now if you play GTA, the graphics are so good. You literally can't tell the difference between reality 
in the game. And that's only been over the past 10 years or so. So imagine for a moment, a hundred to a thousand years from now, how realistic games will be. See, we already have the ability to create a video game that, that has characters that don't know they're in a game. And those characters are, are can, can, can create a video game that has the same scenario. And this is why physicists say there's a chance we're in a simulation because what if we're what if we're the characters in a game and God is a kid in his basement that got bored? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting um, uh, perspective. It really is, man. What do you think about that? I mean, like I said, I think it's possible. But me personally, it, to be in the simulation, I, I don't think we are personally because I feel like I'm a real person. I don't feel as, you know, something outside of us as, you know, outside of religion. But as far as, you know, getting unplugged from the matrix and things like that, I mean, it's a possibility. Like I said, it's a different perspective. But me personally, I, I, I don't feel we are. I feel like we are like, you know, spirits went to body from a creation, from a higher powers creation. And then once we, you know, experience this life, we just go back. If anything, that would be our form of a simulation. Yeah, and that would be. I'll tell you what, man. I'm. I never thought that I would have fun having this conversation on, especially on a live stream, um, where everybody in the comments has different <laughs> opinions. I mean, they're dropping them down here. Let's see what everybody was saying. Um, uh, uh, Kaz said that he's played GTA. Uh, Andy says, looks, looked like guy might have been on drugs and was talking <laughs> about the Matrix earlier. What the hell? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Phoenix says she ain't played it, but she watched the kids play it. Um, Kaz says, now if you play GTA, you're getting blown up by flying bikes. Oh, wow. Well, uh, <laughs> what the hell? I haven't played lately. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to go back on there and check that out. Andy said that VR headset is crazy. Hey, by the way, y'all, if you have a question that you want to ask Mr. Reese, um, drop it down in the comments, and I'll be happy to ask your question on here. So now let's let's uh, dig a little deeper into this. You know, a lot of people a lot of people believe that you can believe in science or you can believe in religion, and there's really no in between. Now, my personal my personal opinion on that is that you can't separate the two, okay? That that that's just my belief, okay? But my question to you, well, let's let's start with that one. Let's start with that one. Do you believe that science and religion have some form of camaraderie? A hundred percent. I believe they go hand in hand. I don't know why people separate them. I feel it go hand in hand. You feel like they go hand it. That's that's absolutely that. That's my belief as well. Because here's the thing: you ever, you ever heard the term? You ever heard the saying, "Magic is science we haven't un, we don't un, we don't yet understand." Yeah, I've heard that before, and, it, and it's true. It's true. Like let's um, let's say because uh, you know I'm an omniist. I don't I don't classify myself under any specific religion, but I believe that all of them all of them have some kind of truth in them, and I like to study them all. Okay, so from so let's say that there is a uh, a all knowing God. 
so, or so to speak. And uh, so, what? Oh man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I literally just went blank. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Phoenix and it. Uh, you see, oh man, dang it. I, I just went. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember where I was going with that. So when it talk, when we talk about, uh, like uh, an, an all knowing God, let's say that this, this being does exist and that it is looking down on us or looking at life through us, which is a good, another topic all in itself. Um, if you, you can't separate science from that because even just because we don't understand how this is done doesn't mean that there's there's not a way for it to be done. Does that make sense? Yeah. An example I would use is like um, like Moses with the staff, you know, throwing it, mm -hmm. and t it turns into a snake. That's like a form of alchemy, is it not? It is. So it is. science and religion go hand in hand. Even with the Big Bang, right? Where did those rocks come from? You know what I'm saying? All these atoms and things like that. You know what I'm saying? They they created themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the whole existence of, you know, um, the periodic table and things like that, they just wasn't just here and, you know, just popped up. You know, at least that's what I believe. You know what I'm saying? Like they said... I believe... Well, I was saying, like, they were saying, like, guy was a, a little kid playing in, in the basement video games, right? What if he was a scientist and was just experimenting with stuff and had an accident because he didn't have the right concoction? And then, boom, the it started. Man, you know, you want to talk about feeling like, uh, feeling like, feeling small. You like, bro, you're, when your parent, when you find out that you're, you're, you were actually an accident from your parents, imagine finding out that the universe was an oops. He's like, bro, I didn't pull out. My bad. Um, <laughs> damn it. Oh, okay. We're, look, we're going to have to run with it. I, I get it. I'm paying child support, but. We're going with it. All right. Give them gold. Find <laughs> diamonds. All right. Yeah, that That's checks me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I'm stupid, I swear. Um, <laughs> so, like, now, you know, as we as we grow as, as a species in the realm of, of scientific discovery, do you believe that there will be a point where we discover so much on an information level that God dies, so to speak? Like because because and and let me let me put some emphasis on that when I say God dies because it's been said many times God is dead, and the reason people say that is is that many people believe in a God based on what you said earlier, they need a purpose. They need something to pull them out of the hole. And science is a study of things that can be tested, observed, and repeated. So do you believe there's a point where we're going to scientifically advance in, uh, to the point to where uh, there's so much known about the universe that God becomes irrelevant? No. Why? Because as even 
with technological advances, right, from us being cavemen to to now, right, there's still some things that are theories in the science world. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's always going to be a theory to something because nobody was here from the beginning of time, you know, as, as far as we know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We may have vampires living among us that, you know, just stay in the outskirts, you know what I'm saying, that we don't know exists. But... Um, as far as God not being relevant, the Bible is one of the strongest, you know, books of all time. So it's, it's I feel it's never gonna go away, and neither will God. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No matter how much we. I, have. I love it. I love it because I, you know, the reason I like that, even from somebody uh, that that m many people would call me an atheist, uh, I, I I'm not really. Um, I believe that God is energy. Just like Phoenix down in the comments, she was saying that the universe is a source of energy. Um, uh, from 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 my perspective, I love that fact that it's not going to go away. Uh, just just for the simple fact that people interest me. Like I love observing people and what it is that they do, and the mindset that that's behind that. Like uh, like imagine for a moment, like step out of that world at where you've never imagine for a moment, you've never been introduced to God and you don't know any concept of religion and you meeting someone who believes in something that can't be proved physically. And you trying to wrap your head around that. Like <laughs> it's, it's a really cool thing to think about when you put it, uh, um, and, you know, uh, Phoenix down in the comments said, Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, we made it to we made it to five thousand likes, which is halfway to our goal. Real quick, I just wanted to take a moment to give a shout out to everybody that's down in the comments. If you are not already following my co-host Reese, make sure that you go over there and follow him. This guy is a badass. Hey, thank you so much for being here, Andy. We got another touchdown, another win in the bank, baby. Wait, yeah, high five. High five me. You can do it. Uh, uh, we did it. Yes. 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 To everybody that is here in the comments, thank you so much for being here. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor of the show, LaunchMySpeakingCareer.com with the legendary Marshall Gilling. If you're a speaker, an influencer, you want to get your message out to the world, but you aren't sure how, make sure you click that link in my bio. Go over there and get your free workbook. We're going to help you get it, get a, build influence, build your brand, and start making money telling your story within 30 days, baby. And it's free. <laughs> All right. And those y'all know, I be drinking this every day. Deathwish Coffee. It's the delicious okay i want to get a sponsorship from them because this stuff expensive all right so make sure if y'all know any way to do that drop uh, y'all tag death wish coffee down in the comments so they can see us here all right thank you let's get back to it all right that was fun <laughs> um so pardon my family said do you post these lives somewhere yes I take clips of them and I post them on TikTok. I also download every one of them and I am going to be starting a YouTube channel here soon where I post every single one of them on YouTube so you can watch them from beginning to end because there are all kinds of little tidbits that I might miss while I am posting them. So Phoenix says he puts them on his Instagram. Yes, I have an Instagram uh, as well as a talk. Uh, uh, I mean, I might need to add TikTok to that because they might think I'm saying something else. And like, be like, look at my talk. All right. Uh, <laughs> it, might get in some trouble there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, you know, I want to I want to ask you about the about what the Hindus believe because you know I'm somewhere between a Buddhist and a Hindu. Uh, if you had to classify my belief system. Okay, so the, I like the Buddhist concept of living in the moment and not, uh, not, you know, disconnecting from desire, so to speak, uh, because they say that that the in the principles of Buddhism that that suffering comes from desire, you know, um, and then I like the Hindu idea that we are all masks of the divine. So the word person derives from the word person sauna, which is a mask that you wear in a play, okay, in Roman or Greek dramas. So the Hindus believe that you have, that we, that we, that we are all masks of the divine who are playing this role and have forgotten who we are, okay? So imagine to give you, to put it into context, oh, yep, yeah, hey, look, look at my comment yeah. section. No, no. <laughs> Look, look, look at that right there. It has a small radius. Observe it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to do more push-ups and eat more waffles. Uh, anyway, anyway, so the 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 Hindus they believe that that we that we are all gods, and what happened was that God. Um, decided to go to sleep one day or one night and, and began to dream. And then it, in God's dream, he was, he or it was able to do anything that he wanted. And he went out and had all these different adventures and eventually got bored. So he decided to go to sleep and forget that he was dreaming. Okay. And what the Hindus believe is that we are all God at playing this role in this game and, uh, that we call life, this play, so to speak, because a, ma a, pla a person is a mask that's worn in a play and that we've all forgotten that we're asleep. That's why when you go to a Buddhist and you say, I suffer, I, I, I don't know how to find myself, the Buddhist looks at you and laughs, and you're like, why are you laughing? That's because he sees in you the Brahma, which is known as the Godhead. And he's like, come on, Shiva. I know who you really are. You're playing, I'm poor, pitiful me. So what are your thoughts on that? Are we masks of the divine? Um, It's kind of like a, a spinoff of, you know, um, us being made in his image, you know what I'm saying, so to speak. So the mask, the mask concept, um, I, you said that they believe that the, um, the, that, uh, which, you know, so they say there's only one guy, which is no God about, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was reading the comments. Um, You're but, fine. Um, as far as the master, you said that they believe that um, the persona, well, the word person you said is persona and it was a mask of God. Yeah, so so basically we're all character. You know how we earlier we talked about the Sims? Well, 
technically, every one of those Sim characters are you. Okay. You are the master at the wheel of all of them, but none of them know you're there. They think they have free will. And that, so the, in the, it, it's very close to the belief that the Hindus have that every one of us are care, we are God playing different characters, and we, our face is just a mask. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could, I could agree to that. I could, I could follow that, um, perspective. Definitely. Because, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, oh, why are you joking? That's not funny. You don't know if God has a sense of humor or not. You know what I'm saying? Him being a scientist, all the different, you know, things that we go through is, you know, it's a possibility that, you know what I'm saying, God lives through us. The example, I was going to give an example because when you mentioned the, the statement of God is dead, right? In the movie Harry Potter, right? And the last, I, I believe it was the last uh, movie, you find out that um, Voldemort, right, has planted himself into Harry. Right, I don't know if it's exactly like the second. Death. Oh my God! Yeah, but um, and as far as you know, the whole um, if we lived longer, um, God, um, would God still be relevant? He would still be in us, like you know. what I'm saying that's the that's the example I was gonna give, as well as after you said, um, uh, God is dead. You know, what I'm saying even if his spiritual being is dead, he still, you know, he put himself into us. By making us out of his image, you know what I'm saying. In, in the mask as well, um, was was made in you know a higher beings. Uh, Shiva, I think you said, or well, I don't know the. Yeah, that was just a ref. That was just a comical reference. I oh. was just saying, like like when you come to some when you go to a Buddhist monk and you say I, I suffer and I have all these problems, he, they have a tendency to laugh and look at you like you're crazy, and people wonder why. Well, the reason they want that they do that is because they are seeing you as God, just like this cup is God. They see everything as God, because once you get it, you can look into a dirty ashtray and see the divine. Like, once everything clicks with you, that's my belief. So they look at you and, and you're saying, you're saying, oh, I'm, 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 I'm suffering. And to them, you are a God that doesn't know who you are and you're playing this role of poor, pitiful me. All right. Somebody in my comment section had um, something to say. Um, What's up? He said, we are, the first thing he says, we are gods, right? And um, he said, so they say there is only one God. Uh, which you know is God above, and if we're gods, we would have to con we would have control and power in which we do not. Um, like bro, we cannot control life and death. As far as controlling life and death, we do have children. We can produce children, and as far as death goes, you know what I'm saying. There's murder rates for a reason. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Life isn't That's guaranteed. Life isn't guaranteed mm -hmm. even from. Well, I don't want to get into that because that's going to be a whole whirlwind. But as far as life and death, we we procreate, we have kids. That's the life part of that we can control. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And as far as death goes, anything can happen. You could get hit by a bus. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different way of things that you can control. You know what I'm saying? Now, as far as if, say, we couldn't die from physical aspects and just um, old age, then I can see you saying that. 
Well, that's why I mentioned earlier um, about living forever because that 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 is lit that that's already uh, like on its way. I mean, people, human beings, uh, in the next hundred years or so, will not have to die. Um, and and people, I know you're going to have people in the comments going nuts over this, but the science is very real. They have created bio nanotech, which is uh, which are microscopic robots that. And this sounds crazy, but it's already been tested. It's already functioning in certain avenues, um, and that is they take particles from your very skin and they turn them into nano robots that connect to the cells in your body and they repair the cells as they de they degenerate which eventually once mastered this will mean that a human being will not die of old age or sickness or any form of illness they'd have to be killed um and this is something that is very real and it is in the near future it's already being used to to destroy certain cells and repair certain cells in the human body um, but that's a whole nother subject now I, I wanted to reference to something that you said earlier you said someone in the comments said why would you joke about this this isn't funny and then in the same breath I heard someone say uh, I heard it said that we are made in God's image now this is my belief, and I could be wrong, because let's be honest, none of us know anything for sure when it comes to God. Everything we're having here is a speculation. So, the, so um, if we're made in God's image, which means that we're made up of a piece of God, okay, um, and we have a sense of humor, that means God has a sense of humor, because we are a piece of him, or it, whichever you prefer to say. Okay, uh, so do you believe that, because here's the thing, here's the thing, if we're made up in God's image and we're all a piece of God, that means that God is good, wonderful, and evil, pure grade evil, but he's also good, because if, he cre if we are his children, we are made in his image, and everything is written, so he, he, he knows things are going to happen to begin with. That means he decided and chose to create evil just as much as he did good. And he has a sense of humor because he made this. Right? Am I, am I right or wrong? Like, what, how's, what do you think? Yeah, you're definitely right. You know what I'm saying? That's why the whole um, thing with the Bible is very conflicting is because there's uh, a lot of contradictory, you know, texts in it. So that's why when I, when I, me personally, I, I don't follow the Bible to a T, you know what I'm saying? Because there are some things in there that I don't agree with. And I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what scriptures are in there, I feel like at the end of the day, God wants you to decide to be a good person, not, um, What's the name? Uh, try to brainwash you into being a good person. The choice is yours. Like they say, we have free will. So we have an option to be, you know, good or bad. And then if you're good, you get rewarded. You know what I'm saying? People like rewards. People like gifts. I know me personally, I like shirts with designs on them, something funny on it. You know what I'm saying? So if I could get that at the end of the day, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to be a good person. I, ha I had a little uh, religious joke where... I said Christianity has the best uh, religious package because <laughs> all we have to do, <laughs> <laughs> all we have to do is pray and we're forgiven. You know what I'm saying? 
but it's not always that easy with amongst ourselves, you know, as human beings. You can't just have one apology for all your for all the sins you've done and think you're gonna be forgiven by someone. You know what I'm saying? So so how's that work? I mean, does that mean we can uh go out and do whatever we want and so long as we pray about it we we're we're straight? Uh, In the Christian religion, that's how it's set up. That's why I said we got the best package. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said your insurance is only nine ninety nine a month. And we don't we don't care how many times you wreck the car. You straight, we're gonna insure you either way. As long as you believe in God genuinely and you pray right before then, you know what I'm saying? You get wings. He's like I'm a, going up. He's like, I'm gonna blow up this I'm gonna blow up this country. But uh <laughs> but I'll I'll pray about it. <laughs> after, after the fact. After I get my yeah, car <laughs> hey, after the Crusades, where Christians mil- killed more people than Hitler did while he was in power, uh, if everybody's still going to heaven after that, okay, I think we gravy no matter what. <laughs> yeah. um, I got some comments in here. I just wanted to get through them real quick. Let me see. Go for it. Oh, uh, a uh, uh, person said, we can think we're gods all day, but at the end of the day, we don't control anything. We are servants of God uh, to spread the word of God. I mean, to spread the gospel. Um, let me see here. Uh, God says, uh, oh, we can do whatever we want. Yes, but we can only do so much. Yeah, I know. It, That's I was true. It, a joke. I, it, it was it was a joke. I was <laughs> cash money. I was just making a joke. I, I know we can't. It's, it's limitations to what we're you know, allowed to do, but I just like to make that. So, so the reason that, uh, that that the Hindus say that we are God, okay, is and and a lot of people get that term that that mixed up. Okay, they believe that that when someone says I am God, that what they're saying is is that I am the the all powerful, all knowing Creator, and I can do all things and have all power. And that's not what the Hindus believe. That's not what they mean when they say I am God. Um, so let's break it down from a scientific standpoint to give everybody here a baseline. Okay, uh, everything in the universe from uh, this pen to uh, the air you breathe are made up of the exact same energy. When you break every, when you zoom in as far as we can and you observe life on a quantum scale, everything is identical, okay? There's no difference between what the surface of the sun and the particles that make up your skin, all right? So when, the, so when someone says, I am God, what, what they are saying is, is that God... Let's say that God is this pen, all right? And this pen was the first thing that ever existed. And then this pen exploded and became everything that you see. Even though nothing, even though a rock, even though this piece of paper does not look like this pen, if it came from this pen and it is made up of the same thing as this pen, it is this pen. Does that make sense? Yeah, just like children. So, yes, your children are you. They're just a piece of you that has been that has been placed in its own bubble, and that's what the Hindus believe when they say, "I am God." 
They say, they're saying, I was made by this thing that made me as a piece of it. So, just, so trees are God, air is God, God, and, and, and the Christian religion kind of falls into this because one of the things that they say is they say God, and it says it in the Bible, God is all things. And a lot of people say God, God, when God was asked, who are you? He said, I am that I am. And that's not how it was originally written. It was originally written with a comma. It said, I am that I am. I am that. I am. I am. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that. I'm everything. All right? And that was why that 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 in the traditional text, because the Bible we read today is not translated correctly. Uh, I, I've, uh, I've, oh, it's very true. I've studied the Bible in its original text. And I've got a friend, I've got an old mountain man who's a friend of mine. He actually reads ancient Hebrew. And we read the Bible. He, we read, we studied the Bible in ancient Hebrew. And you know, the snake never gave an apple to Eve. That wasn't even in the Bible. Okay. That that was a complete and total mistranslation. In the original translate, in the original text of the Bible, there there was no snake. The uh the term in ancient Hebrew, the word serpent, is almost identical to the word servant. And there was a mistranslation, the original translation of, of the beginning where it talks about the Garden of Eden said that, that the, uh, the tree of life was knowledge and Adam and Eve were given all, they were given the all knowing, they knew everything. Okay. And a servant came to Adam and Eve or Eve and said, all I have is an apple. Give me knowledge. And she she took the apple and traded the knowledge, therefore breaking the contract, so to speak. And that was what the original translation said. Now, I know people in the comments are going to disagree with me, and that's fine. I, I understand I'm not stepping on your beliefs, but if you read the original text, that's what it said. Um, there are 52 books that were removed from the Bible, just so everybody is aware of that. Um, the Catholic Church decided what we are to hear and what we are not to hear. I'm sorry, they said, wanted to stay in power. You said the serpent didn't give Eve the, uh, the apple. <laughs> no, that was never that never happened in the Bible. Okay, that was a mistranslation. So who had the apple? Uh, a servant. A servant. Okay, good. A servant. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking. What if it's not a literal, you know, tree? I don't want to get too explicit, but I'm going to try to speak in code as best I can. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So being that the servant, right, ate from the tree of life, you know what I'm saying? I feel it's more along. How do I keep this PG? <laughs> well, it, it's translation originally was the tree of knowledge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was that knowledge and life in ancient Hebrew are almost identical, just like servant and serpent. And when they realized, by the time they realized that they translated it wrong, there were Bibles all over the world. <laughs> and, and they can't go, oops, my bad. Because oh. <laughs> I was going to take it somewhere. I mean, I could probably talk to you afterwards about it. But um, I, it's some comments I have in here. I just want to... Um, read them off real quick. 
Uh, someone said that, but I'm a firm believer in Jesus Christ now that I, now that God's like Zeus and Poseidon. Oh, I, I missed off what he said. Like people, I used to think God's when it rained, Poseidon was making rain and Zeus made it thunder and lightning. Then he said, um, he believes in God now. Uh, Zeus and Poseidon don't exist. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, we have this comment says, said my stepdad's a preacher. He owns three churches. Adam and Eve was cool. Well, Adam and Eve were given a test by God and the devil. I want to reference that here in just a second when you get done reading those comments. I don't want to forget. Um, because that's a that's another the devil is another conversation to be had as well. Um, uh, go ahead and read whatever comment that was you wanted to. Oh, oh, so they don't even really talk about Adam was married to Lilith first. That was the last one. Exactly. So there, exactly. In the, in the original text of the Bible, Adam and Eve were not the first humans. They were the first tested. So basically, God created this game. He got bored, and he wanted to see what would happen. So he threw a wrench into it. You know what I mean? Um, so... Uh, so well, let's reference to the devil because a lot of people say that, uh, that, and this, and they, you know, I'm just referencing to history here. I'm not stepping on anybody's beliefs and I'm not saying that the devil is not or is real. Okay. So like, I want to clarify that. But if you study the history of the devil, it comes from about 3900 BC. So, but, so in, when humans first built communities there was no race uh like people i mean there there were obviously people had differences but there there were no race there was no racial tension and uh there were no politics there was no government this is before all of that whenever people first started banning together and they created these little they created a community and it's actually kind of interesting the community was made up of these like um, dirt mud style adobes that only had one entrance on the top. They had a ladder that took down to it that, that down in there or whatever. And the, then people discovered violence. And then, and this is, this is, this is, uh, something that we found by studying, um, uh, skeletons and things of that nature throughout history and, and paintings and drawings and, Oh, there's a lot of uh, ways this information came about, but there was no violence. There was no separation of people. And then all of a sudden people started killing each other. And the, the people came up with this ideology and it, it wasn't considered mystical. Like the devil wasn't considered to be a person that had influence over anybody anybody who harmed another human was called a devil so and they and and then they painted a picture of a person uh, this is the first recording of the devil in history they painted a picture of a person with horns a serpent's tail and a pitchfork all right and the, anytime you killed someone you were called a devil this is where the original idea of the devil came from. And that's, and so I guess my point, my point of saying that is at, at what point, at what point does do, I don't know how to ask this question properly without sounding like maybe offensive. 
Um, you know, why are humans so adamant about beliefs that are unprovable? We can't prove the devil's a person, and we know where the devil comes from. So why are people so adamant about saying this is where he comes from because this book says this is where he came from, even though people wrote the book? <laughs> well, like like we mentioned earlier, you know what I'm saying? God is good and evil, you know what I'm saying? So if we believe in God, we have to believe in that evil as well, you know what I'm saying? We all do things with, like I said earlier, intrusive thoughts. Some people act on them, some people don't. And so it's just going to be a part of us regardless. So, so God isn't good or evil? Or is it somewhere in between? Yeah. I feel like, you know, like, well, well, you said it too. You said that he's good, evil as well. You know what I'm saying? We have that option to, you know, lean towards being evil. And we have the option to lean towards being good. It's up to us what to be at the end of the day. But if so, there's an evil entity, we look at as God um, as a as far as the good side of life. You know what I'm saying? So the evil side is the devil. You know what I'm saying? So somebody has to get blamed for the evil things that's done in the world. We're not going to blame God always for the negative things, even though some people do. Um, and rightfully so in certain cases. But um, I, I was going to ask a question as, um, that stemmed from something you said. I don't even know where that came from. That was, <laughs> I don't even know what I touched that got there. But um, yeah, I was going to say, um, why was it, you know, like, you know how they would have to have sacrifices, right? They would sacrifice animals for their sins and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel it would be more conducive, right? Let's, uh, well, no, no, we're just going to leave it in the same scenario. Wouldn't it be more conducive to sacrifice humans as far as, um, for sins, as as far as um, keeping, you know, as far as living in paradise, you know what I'm saying? Because the more people there is, the less resources we have. So wouldn't it be more conducive to the planet that we live on to, you know, sacrifice humans instead of animals? Are you saying, are you asking, I want to make sure that I'm understanding the question properly. Are you asking, would it be better for the world if there were less people? Well, I, I mean, that's a fact if it was less people. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, because animals were accepted as a sacrifice when, um, as far as, you know, God making us, right? If, say, we did sacrifice someone, you know what I'm saying? And in a sense, we would be t sending them to heaven because they didn't die of natural causes, right? They were they were slain out of an evil intent, right? Less people, more food. Is that how it works? Is, no, is I'm not. Works? I'm, like it's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? So, so being, you know, you didn't drink off yourself, right? You you were yeah. off by someone else. So, and in the Christian world, if you're you know slain. You, you go to heaven, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, wouldn't it be more conducive to sac to sacrifice humans instead of animals? In a sense, you're sending them to heaven because they weren't mm -hmm. gone based off of God's intent for that person. Now, are you asking theoretically or what I yeah, actually believe? Theoretically. Not, we, we're not going to start. Oh, theoretically, I would say, I, <laughs> theoretically, I would say yes. 
I'm talking uh, about back in the when they sacrificed animals to God. That's that's what I'm referencing. Like back in the days when yeah. they sacrificed animals to God. Not now. <laughs> I've never I like so if you look at like where that comes from, like the reason people did that and the reason Christians believed that you were supposed to sacrifice was actually due to tribes, uh, due to um, the Aztecs. And if I'm, I, it may go farther back than them, but originally the Aztecs would sacrifice uh, humans and, and it started with animals and it transitioned to humans once they obtained religious beliefs. Um, but the they originally did it because the blood would make crops grow like they would they were it was a fertilizer and they and they 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 prayed to the like they believed that if they gave a sacrifice to the to whatever that it would cause things to grow so in turn that's where the original belief of sacrifice leading to reward came from um in that so Theoretically speaking, I would say the answer is yes. Realistically speaking, I would say they were psychopaths. Um, <laughs> he's like, hey, 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 look, I love you. You're my brother. Do me a favor. Climb to the top of this pyramid. I want you to lay down and I'm going to stab the shit out of you for about five minutes. Okay. <laughs> of course. Oh, and wear this headset while you're at it. Uh, um, so I guess, like, uh, I want to take a moment to say thank you to all y'all that are sending us gifts and roses. I appreciate you so much. Ask Louie, uh, ask Louie, thank you so much for being here. Lakia, you, she sent us a few of them little TikTok things. I'm not sure what they're called, but thank you so much. I appreciate you. If y'all are not following my co-host, make sure that you follow him. Uh, thank you so much, Louie. I appreciate you. Uh, now, my next my next question to you is going to, I mean, I think everything I've said here is controversial, but uh, uh, which we kind of expected before. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is, man. We are rattling the cage. Like, we're shaking the cage up. All right? Uh, and so... <laughs> You got the do you believe? Uh, do you believe that Christianity would have uh, exploded the way that it did in the world if they didn't implement that fear-based belief system of "you must believe" or "this is what's going to happen"? Uh, no, I don't think it would be. I think spirituality would uh, still be uh, in the forefront. As far as, um, okay, look here. I, I feel spirituality would be more of in the forefront because that's what a lot of people were doing, um, which is a question I, I like to ask people who are spiritual because paganism, I feel, paganism and uh, spirituality, I feel, were here before Christianity. And um, mm -hmm. those, uh, paganism gets looked down upon, but I... From from my understanding, uh, paganism is just uh, a way of showing God uh, showing God love. As far like like I haven't done a deep dive. I just like did a quick Google search, and the first thing that popped up is what I looked at. So don't take what I say uh, to heart. Um, mm -hmm. So like paganism, I, as far as I understand, is you know the uh, praising of all of things God made, 
you know what I'm saying, or a, a higher yeah. power was made, you know what I'm saying? So that being that they couldn't see God, I feel like that was their way of showing God love and admiration was through the things that he created. At least that's what I take from it. That's my perspective on paganism. The spirituality, I think they said is like within self. I don't know too much about those because I haven't studied them. Um, but spirituality is belief in self and um, making sure you are the best you can be. And I feel the Bible is an extension of that. It's just written down as far as, you know, instead of just going off a vibe. But that's just that's just my knowledge of the topic, which isn't much. I just, you know, get some information, make it make sense to me. And then, you know, I spread my opinion and those who have more information can, you know, inform me. You know what I'm saying? And then I could adjust my thought process around it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't mind saying the wrong thing because if someone's there to correct me, that's how I learn. Absolutely, man. And at the end of the day, we've said this before here on the show, um, we don't know anything. I mean, for all we know, the spaghetti monster is <laughs> is one that actually came up with everything. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. we can't say for anything for certain um, and especially since the Bible was written by people, like I know a lot, a lot of people hate, they hate to hear that, but the facts are facts and the Bible isn't even the Bible we have today isn't even half of the original Bible. So if you wanted to go off of the original text, it ain't nothing like what you've got today. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and let's go back to that. What you just said, you were talking about paganism. Most of the Bible's pagan. Like Easter, Easter is a is the pagan holiday that celebrates Estora, which is the god of nature. It's the god of the spring, and and Jesus's birthday was not on Christmas, mm-hmm. or uh, and Jesus's resurrection was not on Easter. <laughs> like they've already, if you look at all of the fact, all of the well. Let me say, rephrase that. If you look at the information found in the Bible and you and you cross-reference, you find that the timelines are way off, and the religions were put uh, the the holidays were put in place and and given a Christian coding, so to speak, because the Catholics were were having an impossible time converting the pagans to Christianity. So instead of changing the holiday, instead of changing their their religious beliefs, they just Changed. They just said that, hey, the holiday. Here's your holiday, but we're gonna we're gonna dress it uh, as Christian, so they'll still celebrate our holiday. Like like the Christmas tree, for instance. It the only reason you use a Christmas tree is because it derives from Nordic pagan tradition. It's the only tree that survives a Nordic winter. That's it. It's the only one around. That's the only reason that we use it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I like. So like, <laughs> we're going off uh, on. I, I'm, I'm gonna end up uh, making so many people mad on here. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for open discussion. That's the thing about religion. It's so many different aspects to to hit. It's that's why it could go on and on for hours and hours. And we just talk yeah. about possibilities. We're not talking about facts or nothing like that so exactly you know this is all potential yeah (laughs) yeah and and you know somebody down in the comments phoenix said uh phoenix said that we would give spirits as gifts on the trees so that the spring would come back 
that exactly right. That's exactly right. That, that's that that's that's where that comes from. And, and you know, yeah, it's a lot of people say, let me ask you this. Um, do you believe that dragons, like flying serpents that blew fire, do you believe that they used to roam the earth? Like from a factorial standpoint, no. But like physically. That, yeah, but like as for I would I would like to believe they did, but I honestly feel like they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I was like heart of hearts, I'm not. I don't believe I don't believe they did. I love Ooh. asking preachers and uh, that question, and the reason I love asking that is because the Leviathan is mentioned twenty three times in the Bible, and the Leviathan is described as a flying serpent that breathes fire from its nostrils. And and that's why I love asking that question because this that that puts in context how much of the Bible was actual experience and how much of it was was people trying to describe something that they couldn't understand. Somebody and, and so dinosaurs did. I don't know about fire breathing dragons. <laughs> that's very true, and it's right. We have factual evidence that dinosaurs existed. And by the way, I don't know if y'all know this. But there are people out there. I have I have a friend that believes this, and I blows me away. That believe dinosaurs never existed. That they're a myth made up by the government. <laughs> I mean, you never know with the government. You never know. But I mean, I feel like as far as we see, I'm saying we can't say whether it's a fact or fiction because we wasn't around during that time. So we can't say whether or not it is or it isn't. That's that's a thing with a lot of science too. We can't prove that. The scientists are wrong. I'm saying we're not going out there doing the experiments with them. We just going based off what they say. Same thing with the Bible. I'm saying we following something that we wasn't around for, and we're just going off of what someone else has written in the book. I'm saying so. It's all at the end of the day, it's about what you believe. You can't, you know, go so hard with facts if you weren't there during that time. Now, something like, um, what's the name? Hurricane Katrina, you know what I'm saying? That's like a, you know, it's something that we could talk about. And, you know, as far as, you know, science goes and things like that, we could talk about something like that because we were here when it happened. And along with uh, some other things as well, but I'm not going to get into it. <clears throat> you know, there's some, there's a, you, you referenced Moses earlier, and there's something really cool about that story. Like, um, and it's something that, scientists have not figured out yet. And that is, if you follow the Bible, its story to the T, you can find the exact spot where Moses parted the Red Sea. Okay? And and those people walked across it. If you go to that exact spot that is mentioned in the Bible, and you get in a, in diving gear, and you go down, there they found chariots, and the skeletons of horses, as well as armor and weapons of soldiers, thousands of them. That's crazy. Right exactly where it says. Yeah. <laughs> so, and every one of them, every one of them show signs of, uh, of death by um, drowning and blunt trauma. Okay. Meaning water went... <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. 
Even the chariots, even the chariots were caved in from the sides. Not by pressure, not not simply by falling to the bottom, but impact. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, another thing that's crazy about the Bible, and it makes you wonder, like, because, you know, we know dinosaurs existed because we have their bones. I have literally helped excavate a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, I, I was there. I physically brushed off bones. Like, I've seen it. I know that it was, I know they exist. Like, <laughs> and, um, so, and we know how old they are by carbon dating. So you can, you can, I'm not going to go into how that works, but Google it. Okay. Um, it's very specific science. It's not something you can question. Uh, so anyway, uh, but in the Bible, they mention dinosaurs, like in person, they talk about, have you, have you, have you read that part where it's talking about the, uh, Brontosaurus? It describes the Brontosaurus, the thunder lizard, the, for those of y'all that don't know what that means, the giant fucking lizard that had a long neck, that one. Okay. Um, and they describe it in the Bible as having a tail that was as, was as big around as an oak tree. And that when it walked, it shook the ground like thunder. And, and it, and it, it, I mean, it's described in detail in the Bible and how could people back then know about a brontosaurus in such detail? That's, that's what do you think? Well, I mean, that would, I would feel that's some type of proof being that there's bones of dinosaurs and then mention of it in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, certain things were experiences and then certain things maybe um, story-based. Mm -hmm. um, once uh, somebody, well, uh, they had to be there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, people back then weren't very smart. Let's put it, let's just be, like, from a scientific standpoint, they were stupid. Okay, but, and they described a brontosaurus in enough detail to where someone from today, an actual archaeologist, could read that and go, yep, that's what that is. I mean, like, wouldn't they have to have experienced it, have seen it, to know that it shook the ground like thunder? Yeah. I mean. Oh, definitely. Hey. You know, I keep getting this comment down in the, in the, I keep seeing people say wow in the comments. If y'all are getting value from this, drop a wow down in the comments. If this is just blowing your mind, uh, or, 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 man, making you think a little differently, drop a wow down in the comments. Let me get those hearts. Hey, we are at 8.6 thousand likes. I got uh, a wow so real quick. <laughs> what? I said I got a wow on my side. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, I just wanted to, real quick, I wanted to say thank you to everybody that is here. Just, for those of y'all that are just joining in and don't know what this is, this is the Speaker's Corner. We are the world's first TikTok-based podcast where I interview influencers from all over TikTok to, to dig down deep and find the why behind what it is that we do. Today, we're discussing God. We're discussing religion. It's the first time I've ever done this on camera. 
So don't shoot me. All right. <laughs> Real quick, I just want to give a quick shout out to the uh, the uh, sponsor of our show today, LaunchMySpeakingCareer.com. If you're an aspiring speaker or somebody that wants to share your message with the world and you want to get paid to do it, you can click that link in my bio and download a completely free workbook that's going to help you get out there, get your message out there, build your brand, and get started within the next 30 days. Hey, our likes goal for today is 10,000. We're at 8.7 thousand. Make sure that y'all smash that screen. Make sure you tap it as fast as you can. We want you to grab some carpal tunnel in them thumbs today, alright? Get it popping. Make sure that you follow my co-host, Mr. Reese, the man himself, the Reese's Pieces. Okay? He's in here. He's in here dropping some wisdom. And also follow my co-host as well. Well, the host, I should say. In there. In there. You know, the kids these days, they be like, in here like swimwear, you know? Yeah. Um, somebody said he's a great guy with good future. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Just trying to make facts. We had, we had 11.3 over here right now. Ah, you're winning. You're beating me. Hell yeah, but you beat that 10, you beat that 10K. So your next goal is 15K before we hop off here. My goal is 10K right now. Y'all get that, get, look, carpal tunnel has to start at some point in your life. All right, you have to, you have to get it at some point. It's just part of the process. Says you might as well start now. Get it in them thumbs. Shake the screen a little bit. That's what I do. I grab the phone and I wiggle it. <laughs> what I what I tell my people when they come in is, you know what I'm saying, if, you, if one finger gets tight, go to the next one. <laughs> you got that. Is that is that? Did your wife give you that advice? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm going straight to hell. I'm going straight to hell. Hey, if you in a handbasket. Oh yeah, hey, it's all good. I'm good. I'm gravy. All right, I'm gravy. Hey, look, dude. Look, bro. I I know I ain't shit. Okay, and I'll be dumb as hell. But you made me, so this is technically your fault. Um, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, bro, like, not, um, you got to take some responsibility at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, what's up, Cos? Thank you for being here. That sounds like <laughs> cash money. Make for the Crusaders. Oh, hell. Oh, hell. <laughs> All the, after every slice the Crusaders so I can't stop laughing this is stupid I can't quit <laughs> I gotta open the window and get some AC in here okay gotcha, gotcha. this is ridiculous <laughs> that's the most redneck thing I've said all week um <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Cash Money? Thank you so much for being yeah, here. I appreciate you. Hey, look at all them roses. Ooh, it coming in hot, hot, coming coming in hot with them roses. All right, you done caught a bouquet. Yeah, this is my flower bloom or flower overload. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, that's what I like to see, man. I love to see my co-host. Hey, see if we can make a heart. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, I can't. First of all, I got to be able to. One minute. This ain't working. We I can't do it. The same I can't distance, that's why. Oh. One second. All right, all right, all right. One minute. Uh, it's more of an oval, I think. Ah, we did it! Yeah, there we go. Ah, I don't know. We throwing up gang signs on TikTok. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm like, look, West Side. Y'all don't even know nothing about this thug life. I um, think to my left. <laughs> I mean, to my right. But this is my left side. It's like my left, but it's to my right. Yeah, this is my left too. So, you know, everything that you own is in the box to somewhere. All right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Oh, man. So do you do you feel like do you feel like people believe in God because uh, because they feel like they need to like or is it like is there uh, is it is it uh, do they do they believe in God out of fear or do they believe in God because they need something to believe in? Well, it depends. Like if you like me personally, I grew up in a Christian household. If you grew up in a Christian household. You know what I'm saying you feel it's more so see fear the fear word. I don't really like saying fear when it comes to God because we shouldn't fear someone we love. You know what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. I would I would see it more as a respect thing as opposed to fear. When people say God fear people, I'm like, why do you fear God? You know what I'm saying? Like why would you put those two together? If if you're following someone, you shouldn't be uh, afraid of them necessarily. You know, I idealistically you shouldn't be afraid of someone that you follow. Um, mm. can you have respect? Can you revere them? Yes, but like, I, I wouldn't so much say fear, fearing God, but um, I just feel like if you grew up in a religious household, that it would be based on fear. You know what I'm saying? Because if you follow those rules, you know what I'm saying, then you're gonna go, you know, to the to the afterlife of wh- whichever you believe in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, as far as people who find God later in life, it's more so as as a guidance tool. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I I grew up in a Christian household. I didn't, I never feared God. You know what I'm saying? Because I never understood the concept when I was younger. As I got older, you know what I'm saying? I lived a life where I always did the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I was taught. I wasn't taught to fear God growing up. So me personally. I just genuinely cared for people, even to this day. Like, you don't necessarily have to be my family, my blood family, in order for me to show you love. You feel me? As long as you send it back and get genuine with it, you know what I'm saying? That's how you build a bond with someone. People feel like, I mean, rightfully so, because people do do the wrong to others. You know what I'm saying? And you have to earn people's, you know, uh, respect and at um admiration towards you but me personally mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying as long as you don't do nothing wrong to me from the beginning you know what i'm saying i'm gonna have i'm gonna feel like we have that bond but you only have one chance to mess it up that's the thing with me i'm not i'm not gonna mm-hmm. give you like multiple chances to to you know um, do me wrong that's the one you thing telling me i can't you're telling me that i can only talk shit once yeah well no no if we friends you know what I'm saying? I don't care. You can do it as much as you want. But if we don't have that relationship. With you. <laughs> if we don't have that relationship, you can't be joke. You can't have certain jokes with me. Like that's like me personally, like I'll I try to build a, some type of relationship with someone and then gradually, you know, you know, because my, my whole thing is if I don't mess with you, then I don't mess with you. Those aren't the words yeah. I use. You know, I'm using I'm keeping it PG right now. Hey Nidia, 
Hey, well, Nidia, thank you so much for being here. We bit, we hit 10,000 likes. It's just because we did that. I'm just going to play this really loud. Really loud. Oh, one minute. I messed it up. There it goes. <laughs> yeah! 10,000 likes. Show it up. Show it. Show it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Put it up there. Put it up there. Oh, look at that screen. That screen. 10,000 likes, baby! We are in there, baby! Hell yeah! Yes, that's what I'm talking about. All right, I gotta turn that down. It's gonna hurt my ears. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I right, I heard you say uh, talking about loving God, um, and I wanted to. Uh, hey, what's up, Shannon? Thank you for being here. I wanted to ask you something about that because. I, you know, it says in the Bible that you must love the, the, the God, thy God, the God, thy father or something along those lines. I'm probably messing that up really bad. But if love, if love is a feeling of admiration for someone, for their actions or well, or, um, if some if if love is a feeling of admiration for some for someone or something based on its actions and it's a it's choice how 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 can you be for how how like how can you love something that says you must love me without any action to well, you can love something that benefits you. So, like, God is a benefit. Like, at the end of the day, we're promised paradise, no more suffering, things like that. You know what I'm saying? So, if it doesn't have to necessarily be something that you, um, that can love you back, you know what I'm saying? Because people love pizza. You know, there's other foods people love. You know what I'm saying? The benefit is that it tastes good. So, if there's a benefit to it, you can love it. I'm sorry. I was just saying I love pizza. Continue. <laughs> yeah. So I, my 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 thing is is if it can't love you back, it has to give you some type of benefit. You know, what I'm saying something that makes you want to go back. Hmm. So and this is probably gonna. I mean, this is probably gonna step on some toes. But that I mean, we're we're just having that conversation here today. Um, if we exactly. say God is everything, God is all, right? Yeah, like God's everything. So that means that means God is equally as evil as God is good. And I mean, and if God created everything, he created murder, he created rape, he created child sex trafficking, okay? He created all of these evil things. So should we love like are like like we're told that we have an obligation to love God, but should we love this thing based on the few, like the the good, and ignore the bad, or or how's that how's that even out? Well, in the Christian world, we blame all the evil stuff on the devil, even though God, you know, created him. You know what I'm saying, so at the he end of the day, him. at the end of the day, you know, what I'm saying we we like to lean towards whatever is positive in our life. Same thing like with cancel culture. You know, what I'm saying if someone does something wrong. We don't associate ourselves with them, right? So even though God made these things, we don't associate it with God because at the end of the day, we believe God 
is the positive aspect in life, not necessarily just our lives. So we don't associate those things with God. And as far as him, like if, if he's taking responsibility for it, we could choose not to do some of those things. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's free will. He made us, but those actions are on us. You know what I'm saying? Those intrusive thoughts I was talking about earlier, some people act on them and some don't. You know, people go through those things. We have those. The options are presented to us. You know what I'm saying? Anybody could go out and do certain things, but it's up to us whether or not to do it. And that's what the Bible is for, to help guide us in the right path for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I haven't read the Bible from front to back. I'm not going to sit here and act like I did. But at the end of the day, my, my take on the Bible is to, at least what I believe, is to be the best person you can be. Same thing with spirituality. You want to be your best self. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, you got a comment on there that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I got a couple here. Let me see. But isn't that the I reason bet. why we believe in the devil? Because he does. Because what he does is evil. Then God must be good. Oh no, God. Then good must be God, or God must be good, and the devil at the same time. Well, God, God created the devil, so, you know what I'm saying? And if everything is, if everything is a piece of God and he created everything as it is in his image, that means God is the devil. Yeah. It said, oh, somebody said, God made everything, yeah, but the choice is yours. <laughs> and that's something I wanted to reference, too. Like, what is... Um, we say that the, the, that we were given free will, but it's also said in the Bible that all things are written and God is all knowing. Like, so does that mean God creates a murderer and the, and before he's even born, he's like, he's going to murder this many people and he's going to hell. I'm sorry. I didn't, I don't see your comment. You said that you're just trying to show the last thing I seen was that you, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm going to get to your thing in a second. Um, you didn't read my comment. The last thing you wrote, Nidia, was um, I'm showing love on both sides. That's that's the last thing I've seen. You may have to censor or use, like, different... Um, Wording? Yeah, symbol. You could probably use symbols and turn of words so it doesn't get blocked. But, yeah, I don't see your comment on here. But um, yeah, There's certain questions. There's certain things TikTok won't let you say. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what they are because then the, <laughs> then we'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. uh, I but study no. TikTok's algorithm religiously. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't even think about that. No, 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 no pun intended there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, what was your question again? I'm sorry. I don't remember. Something <laughs> about God um, and um, the devil. And um, it was along those lines of uh, that, I believe. I'm not sure. What was it? I mean, if I, I think, hey, y'all, drop down in the comments what that question was, because I know some of y'all are paying attention better than we are, and we're the ones that are doing it. Um, <laughs> so but, I, I got another thing. Go ahead. Did it show? No, I don't. I still don't see it. The last thing. Oh, you said, it was somebody. My comment. 
uh, so Phoenix said that we were talking about the devil and God being one in the same. So like, oh, I remember the question. It was, uh, thank you, Phoenix. I appreciate that. Uh, and what's up, Shannon? Thank you for being here. Um, so the question was, is, you know, it says in the Bible that, that God is all knowing, meaning he knows the past, the future and the present and, or it, whatever. And that all things are written. And gotcha. there, there are, there are, yeah, like he does, he views the timeline from above, not, not from the plane of existence. So does that mean that when someone is born and like before they're born, God goes, uh, this person is going to be a murderer. They're going to kill this many people and they're going to hell, but they don't know it yet. Because all things are written, and he already knows, and he cre did, okay. like he created and designed that person to do that. Is that how does that line up? Well, um, what's in it? I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna, let me answer the question, then I'll go to my comments. Because um, what's in it? So um, I'm sorry. I drew a blank. Uh, what what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> the question was. Basically, if how do I how do I word this right? If, if, if God is all knowing and all things are already written, doesn't that mean that God chose to create people who do the very things we call unforgivable sins? Yes, yes. So yeah, so yeah. He he. If if he did, he did. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the only that's the thing about what the Bible is supposed to be. Like I said, you there's people who find God later in life. You know what I'm saying? They have the option to be good. We're all born into sin at the end of the day. As well, as far as the Christian belief goes, we're born into sin. So the only way we could go from there is up. You know what I'm saying? Or we could stay in sin. We could better ourselves as we get older, or we could stay in sin and just do whatever, you know what I'm saying, we want with no thought of consequences. Mm -hmm. And so, so it all... Okay. I was gonna say so. Basically, it comes back to punishment. Like, like I, I feel like I, that's see that that's where my belief system gets hit really hard. Is that like you? I'm supposed. I'm. I can't love something that I'm told to love, and I can't. I can't like with all my being follow something that says you must be good, but I created evil. Yeah. You know, does that, does that make sense? And you know, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, one second, we got a comment. When you are born, most of the time you are reincarnated and made for a different role in life. That is a thought. What are your thoughts on that? Do you believe in reincarnation? Um, I, I have a thing with reincarnation. I feel like we were talking about this yesterday, actually. Um, Lakia, if you're still here, <laughs> um, we had I had mentioned that depending on you know the idea of coming back is kind of like well, growing up Christian and hearing about reincarnation is kind of like why you know what I'm saying to to like saying like you come back as something else, right? Sometimes a butterfly or a plant is the uh, example I like to use, you know what I'm saying? Somebody in the woods is drunk, you know what I'm saying? 
they take a whiz on the on the plants and then step on it and things like that. Like I don't want to come back and experience that. You know what I'm saying? And if you come back as, <laughs> if you come back as a human, you know what I'm saying, then you have to live this life all over again. It's like I wanna be in, you know, paradise. I don't wanna keep, you know what I'm saying, coming back. You know what I'm saying? So I have me personally, I have a thing against reincarnation. Do I believe it? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want I don't wanna believe it, but is it possible? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because they say energy never dies, right? It keeps coming back. And depending on what you believe, you know what I'm saying, um, that's a possibility, a high possibility. But I, I, I don't want to believe. I'm going to say no. But, so, does that, <laughs> so does that separate, uh, does that separate divinity um, it, itself uh, from does that does that separate divinity from existence? Because uh, because if you you say I, I don't want to come back because I don't want to experience this again, um, like because because if reincarnation's real, it throws away the concept of heaven and hell altogether. Well, you know? if you have the option to come back, then I could see it being plausible. You know what I'm saying? Like if you Ooh, go never heaven, thought of that. Yeah, if you, that, that was my thing, like, as far as coming to um, grips of it being a possibility, that's something that I've thought of. Like, if you come back as an option, you know what I'm saying, then, you you know, you get cycled into something. You don't have a choice of what it is, but you do have the option of coming back. You know what I'm saying? So that oh was my God, possible. can you imagine that roulette wheel? That's what I'm saying. That's uh, why I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm one and done. Can you imagine so, how big that wheel <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Peter at the pearly gates uh, talking about Earl, come on down. All right, Earl, we looking at here, man, man. Oh, wow, Earl, you were a piece of shit. Okay, wrist, spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody in my comments was saying that the, the forbidden tree was not a fruit plant or the forbidden fruit was not a fruit plant. It was uh, marijuana. I'm assuming because she has like the devil emoji. And a plant, I don't know if the devil's, oh, the lettuce. devil's lettuce. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she said, she said they got too high and started <laughs> and started making up stories. Um, and then we ended up with dino, we, we ended up with dinosaurs and dragons. I don't, I don't know how we. <laughs> they probably must have been some really good a weed. Dinosaur and thought it was a dragon, like a pterodactyl. <laughs> And they was they was on that you know that Mary Jane. It was like oh he's breathing fire. They were seeing colors and all type of stuff. As well, that's actually plausible. It's actually plausible to a degree because if you if you research, um, uh, oh my God, uh, was it Moses that came down from the mountain and had the Ten Commandments? Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so if you research, like again, the Bible. A lot of the Bible are stories that are supposed to make you feel a type of way, and they're supposed to teach you something. They're parables, but there are a lot of like factual places, and to a degree, the events did happen. So, the mountain that they talk about Moses coming down from has been found. Like they, the Bible gives enough detail to where it tells you what mountain it is, and if you go up on that mountain, there is a plant that grows there whose roots are highly, highly, highly hallucinogenic. And they, back in those days, it was a tradition to go up to this mountain 
eat these roots, drink these roots in a tea, and trip balls. So, and one of the one of the effects of this hallucinogenic is seeing fire around.